0: They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with The Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Davey Provin, and Craig Moore. Listen live weeknights from 5. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go!
2: Here we go We're going for four wins In a row for Scotland And a man who scored Against Israel Yes he's with us No it's not It's not McGinn It's not Dykes <laughs> It's not McTominay uh, But it's Davy Provin Davy what about Saturday And how are you feeling For tonight
3: Well fabulous Saturday Paul I'm I'm still recovering I've got to say It was just one of the Great Hamden nights And I've seen a few Over the years But they've got to do it tonight There's no point in, in winning In such dramatic circumstances If we throw it away tonight We must go to To the Pharaohs And win tonight Are we going to do it tonight yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I've i got memories of Tofty, that awful pitch, blowing a gale. I think the conditions will be different, better for Scotland and the confidence must be sky high.
2: Davy Proven, who knows all about getting to World Cups. He did it with Scotland under Jockstein just a few years ago, 1982 in Spain. A man who knows all about World Cups. He's disappointed this afternoon. Yes. Let's trust you're not tonight. The soccer room himself, Craig Moore. Craig, we'll talk about your game in a moment because you lost to Japan this afternoon. Yep. But how are you feeling about Scotland tonight in the Faroes?
4: Yeah, look, it's it's going to be a, a difficult game in terms of the Faroes uh, are going to play deep defensively. So Scotland need to make sure that they um, they move the ball quick, uh, that the creative players are, are looking to, uh, I guess, prize that defence open. And I think if they can do that quick enough and and shift the Faroes. I think it will be a, a, a comfortable win uh, but you know you need to start well in these games especially when teams defend so deep they can frustrate you but after the great result of the weekend I, I feel as if Scotland are going to go on with a job here.
2: Who's going to be in Davey? That's the question isn't it? We know yeah. that Grant Hanley's back what do you think's going to happen? And we know that Shea Adams is out he's back in Southampton.
3: Well I mean the return of Grant Hanley might you know mean one or two different positional uh, changes for Steve Clark. Hanley will come back in that could mean McTominay stepping into midfield mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the big choice I guess is who partners Lyndon Dykes up front in the absence of Shea Adams you know did he push John McGinn forward Ryan Christie um, Kevin Nisbet choices all over the pitch for, for Steve Clark but the, the squad isn't really good Nick Kevin Nisbet was put in front of the media yesterday sometimes that mm. means that he's in mm-hmm. although
2: we said last night is it a double bluff or a yeah. triple bluff Well, which I was asked what that is I haven't a clue <laughs> what, what do you think How's, who's he going to start with
4: look again you kind of you would feel as if it is a game that Nisbet uh, potentially comes in. Definitely there's, there's going to be two up top. Uh, I, I'd have no concerns with that. I feel as if that, um, you know, Dykes and um, Nisbet would work well together. But the only thing, yeah, there is a but coming. In terms <laughs> of, look, looking at England when they played against Endoort, and it was more ball players, creative players that Southgate went to because he was playing against a team that was going to defend deep. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very similar tonight, which then would have me lean towards a player like Christy who is a little bit more creative. Um, you know, can go by players, can score goals, but also has that ability to pick people out. So that's the difference. Uh, but at the end of the day, Steve Clark has, has made very good choices throughout and I expect him to get it right again tonight, whichever selection, uh, starting 11, he goes with.
2: What do you think at home? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Two and a half hours and a few more minutes to go to the match the Fair Isles against Scotland when did we last do four wins in a row must be the Gordon Strachan era Davy Provin and you were covering the games then and Sky I know you'll be on this weekend as well but it's great isn't it it's remarkable the way Steve Clark um, you know he's not flamboyant although he ran down the pitch the (laughs) other night I heard Gus Poit talking about it this morning because he knows him well everyone's talking about it yeah he said he was never like that he was always so you know just straight. he's a straight guy but he has
3: done a remarkable job I think for the first time in a long, long number of years, I'm not just looking about, you know, this team qualifying for tournaments, Paul, I'm looking at us making an impact in tournaments. Now, maybe, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I see enough in this group of players, and I know we flopped to the Euros, but I see enough in this group of players. I think it's the best group we've had for years that we can, not only can we reach tournaments, I think we can make an impact. I think that's how good this squad is. Break. Yeah,
4: no, well, there's fantastic depth to the squad now. Mm. I mean, you're looking at the players that are potentially coming back in. They're premiership players, uh, majority of them. Yeah. Um, you know, playing, at, playing at big clubs, getting tested week in, week out. Um, and, and that, for me, is a great position. And like I said, I've, I've missed a lot of time in Scotland, David, but you're talking about, in terms of national teams, the depth of this squad, it's, it's, it is up there. Yeah. It's the best it's been for, for at least a decade.
3: Yeah. I mean, not so long ago, we were picking predominantly from the English Championship. That's where most yeah. of our players came from. Um, not now. Yep. They're playing with top top clubs. They're playing Champions League. They're playing England's Premier League. Um, I mean, the thing that surprised me after the Euros, people were saying, "Well, we didn't have any tournament now. We weren't used to going mm. to finals."
4: yeah
3: our, our most of our players have experience of the very highest level.
4: Yeah. 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 And look, I'll be honest with you. Like I said, club football playing at the Premier League or that highest level translating to international international football and tournaments, these big players are experienced. They are, you know, they're going into situations that they're able to handle and handle well. I think the learning for Scotland in terms of the Euros will be massive in terms of that progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, World Cup qualification now yeah. is, is very, very important. But you're right then, Davey, then uh, that, that expectation of, okay, well, now we're at the World Cup, we should be good enough to at least yeah. put ourselves in a position going into the last game of that group stage to to qualify. And that's the expectation and that you like because mm-hmm. that, that's the pressure of being a successful team. That's what it brings. I, I think so. And I think when you see countries like Switzerland and Wales, yep.
3: Austria did well in the Euros, there's nothing stopping us going there and, and making an impact. And, you know, I'm, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself mm-hmm. because that's what Scotland, watching Scotland does to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, we fall on our face when least, ex- yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. least expected. I just think there's a direction and there's a momentum here behind this group that's going to take us all the way. I think it's. I think the future looks good for us.
4: Maybe also now, because you know, teams have seen what Scotland are capable of. You know, England obviously in the Euros, the the great performance against Austria, in particular this second half against Israel. Teams will now start to, to give Scotland a lot of respect, yeah. a lot mm. of respect. And it's really important that they continue to play in that fashion and that 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 brave and, and, and aggressive way. But um, too up top. Have to be two up top for yeah. me.
2: What do you reckon? Are we going to make many changes tonight? The guys, Craig Moore, Divi Proven, don't think so. But there has to be a change. She Adam is out. And uh, Grant Hanley surely will be back in. He's got a a really experienced squad now when we look around it. We don't think he'll make many changes, but here's the manager speaking about his squad.
5: It's the most important part of the squad is the ones that don't start, that don't play. I give them a bib in training and I say, can you be Austria? Can you do this for us tactically in in the training session? Can you be like Israel? Can you be like the Pharaohs? These are the players that we rely on for the squad spirit. It's easy to be a, a great member of the squad when the head coach is picking you every match. The other ones are the ones that keep the squad the, the squad together, the spirit of the squad. A lot of people get the get the big big headlines, the ones that you might deem as star names. To me, they're all star names. Someone'll get you know. Andy gets it. He's a captain. John McGinn gets it because he scores lots of goals. Dykesy gets it for for different reasons, scoring goals and missing penalties. In the squad, you've got people like Kenny McLean. Kenny's keeping Billy out the Norwich team at the moment, and, and Kenny's not getting any minutes under under me. For him to come in and be as positive he is is a great thing. Kieran Tierney doesn't get too much big publicity off the media. Kieran's playing out of position. He's doing a job for the team. He's fitting in well. I me and Andy have worked up a, a really good understanding on our left hand side. So all these little things come together. That grows your that grows your squad, your group of players.
2: Steve Clark, there the head coach is that the title we call him the manager here and uh, no deep blocks on, the, on this programme <laughs> <laughs> it's defending deep David revealed that the other week yep. so Craig Moore is here Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. 17 17 700 Proven 2 and loads of your calls coming in we'll get to them shortly uh, Craig this afternoon uh, Australia against Japan yes. uh, a lot of Scottish interest in it not yeah. least uh, Kyogo up against Martin Boyle and
4: Tommy Rogic Tommy Rogic yeah and look there's, there's great rivalry between Australia and Japan yep. Uh um, so it was a it was an impressive match. Unfortunately, uh, Japan ended Australia's eleven-game winning streak. Um, a record
2: streak, wasn't it? A, a record,
4: yep. a record. Yeah, eleven eleven wins on the on the bounce. So yeah, look, disappointing for Australia, but you know Japan are a really good side. We've we've always had very very good games against them. They've had a slow start in the group as well. So this is a massive result for Japan. Koyogo gets one over on Tommy Rogic yep. in terms of club teammate. Um, he was on the
2: bench. Did he come on? Kaja last...
4: come in, in the, uh, the 60th minute, so he, he got to mm. run out the last 30 minutes. And the game was lively, and and the movement that we we, we see here domestically uh, that he's done um, for Celtic, obviously, a game with the, the, the Japanese national uh, side. So it looked really, really big result for Japan. Australia a little bit disappointed, but still find themselves top of the group after playing four games on nine points. So still in a good position.
2: And you know the manager Graham Arnold well. who would well. be disappointed, but. Uh, confident. Well he's, for gr- the World he's Cup. grumpy
4: at the best of times. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've played with yeah. him, I've worked under him, um, yeah. but look he's 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 turned into a really really good manager. you would be disappointed to to get back into the game. Mm. Um you know that we couldn't kind of see that the game out and and get a draw. Japan had the best chances in this match though, so you certainly couldn't be um yeah. you know the, the three points they deserved it, in my opinion today.
2: David, the, Mar- the Martin Boyle story it's quite a story isn't it it's the opposite yeah. of let's say Lyndon Dykes yep. where you know he is Scottish but he's got the granddad and somebody said hey you could play for Australia he wasn't part of the squad here and he promised he would go that he went to Dubai to a training yeah. camp and they just they took him in
3: and he loves it uh, Alec McLeish was going to name him in one of his squads and he got injured now I'm not sure what the background is in terms of why Alec didn't go back in for him maybe Australia nicked in and Sweet talked to him a bit, I'm not yeah. sure. But um, what a what announce that? For me, the best wide player in the, in the Premier League or Premiership.
4: I'm actually very surprised. You know, you look at, like it says, Boyle in terms of fantastic season last year with Hibs. I'm surprised that they were they were able to keep a hold of him, especially when there was rumours uh, well, of a 500,000-pound um, yeah, no, yeah. buyout, which I thought yeah. was unbelievable business for, for any interested clubs out there. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen. He's come in and done a wonderful job for, for the national team. Suter also, big Harry mm-hmm. Suter, um, has, has been scouted for the, the Australian national team side as well and been involved. So, but yeah, I think... You know, a lot of a lot of countries do it. You know, you look at Jamaica when they eventually yeah. went to the World Cup all those years ago. Majority of the boys were playing in England. Yeah, uh, look at Ireland. Ireland yep. have, have done it for years. You, you've got to be creative. Drink of
3: Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> you were in. Setup, they said apparently. Tony Cascarino, he got about 70 caps and he found out he didn't qualify. <laughs> or did he not? Really? Yeah.
2: But it is great, isn't it? Come on, we live in one world, Craig. So it's yeah. uh, you know, and if you're not getting played for by the country that you were born in, then you would want to go. It's
4: an opportunity, yeah. yeah. Who, who who doesn't want to play international football and have mm-hmm. the opportunity to play um, you know in, in World Cups for, for Australia because of the, the region that we qualify in Paul? Obviously, I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, and Asia's getting stronger and stronger but it's a good opportunity that you're playing in World Cups
2: Just looking on Sky there and you see Steve Bruce turning up again today for training that must be horrendous Davey having the yeah. cameras there. I mean I'm not criticising we're part of the media but uh, you know it's fair game there Amanda Staveley is in the Saudis are in now but Steve Bruce is still there do you think he will be in charge on Sunday?
3: He, he might be in charge I think it's his 1000th it is. yes. game isn't it? Yeah. Um, he might yeah. be in charge but you know he, he knows he's He's on borrowed time, Paul. It um, will be well looked after. I, I don't think it'll have yeah. many complaints. He knows how this game works. Uh, they, they will want a celebrity manager in there.
4: Yeah, cool. I think so. I think once, once Newcastle decide what the strategy is uh, for this football club to move forward, mm. then then the manager uh, will be something that they can they can look at. Uh, unfortunately for for Steve Bruce, it's a horrible situation. He, he's he's done a fantastic job in a club that. Mm has been an absolute basket case. It pains me to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, Pardon? For, for, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the last... Well, you know
2: it. You were there. Uh, yeah.
4: You know, and um, you're talking, You know, a lot of the, the players that played back in the glory days, you know, and you just listen to Alan Shearer and you hear yeah. how disappointed he is when he speaks um, in, in the media. But now um, there's a great opportunity for Newcastle to move forward. I don't think that Steve Bruce will be part of what that looks like. Yeah. But whether or not that's made now or whether that's made at the end of the season because at the end they're the second bottom yeah, in, the, in the Premier sure. League they've still yep. got a job to do this they've season they've got to stay they've yes, got to stay 100%. up we're going to come
2: back to it because Craig you were at Newcastle and uh, we want to talk about it let's go on the line though somebody who I think would love to play for Scotland a huge Scotland and Rangers fan Sean is on from Garth Amlock Sean good evening how are you?
6: Hi there uh, I'm good but uh, one of we points just said about Steve Bruce see he's fine uh, his next game it makes him um, he's a thousand yep. I think it's a thousand he's been in charge so I think they'll give him to Sunday but I think the Sunday after that I think it'll be unfortunately the, the poor guy will see his but that's the yep. only point I want to be that mm. The
2: only um, thing is Sean don't say poor guy I don't think he'll be poor
3: as the guy said there <laughs> but he was some player wasn't he at Man United yeah. David, I'm looking yeah,
2: at he's a huge great, uh, yeah.
3: manager mm. your record did a brilliant job mm. at Sunderland as well um, where he couldn't get a break off the supporters um, and you know I, I I, I don't know what you've got to do to... You, you look at all the foreign managers, there seems to be this cartel of top managers mm. who share all the jobs. It's like musical chairs. Uh, you know, Pochettino yeah, sure. and Rafa Benitez yes. and Klopp. Um, yeah. and Mourinho. S- Mourinho. <laughs> yeah. and, and some really good English managers and Scottish managers just can't get in. I don't mm. get it. Good point. Sean, what's on your mind? You thinking about the match tonight? I think Scotland
6: will win, but I think it'll be why they just go tonight.
2: A crazy score, did you see?
6: Yeah,
2: three 2 Scotland. Oof. Oof! So it's going to be like the other night. Wow. I mean, you're right. I mean, we talked about Zahavi. Sure enough, they yeah. scored first on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then John McGinn. That was some battle. Were you watching it at home then, Sean? The other night, did you make? Did you yeah. make it till the end?
6: Um, I, I, what, I, I think I did
7: that. <laughs> I believe I did. You think
6: you did? <laughs> 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 but but I, th- I think it will be a crazy score I think one minute Scotland will be one now and it will be one each two I think it's got to be one each game uh, you've got to be biting your nails but Scotland I think will dominate the game but I think it will just be. I think it would just be a bit crazy at the back. I don't know. Wow.
2: But that yeah, that's Sean from Gathab. He's not a defensive coach for Scotland. <laughs> uh, but hey, Davey is there a, is there a chance of that? That, that could the.
1: They, the you Feral never score? know, Scotland,
3: Paul. You never mm-hmm. know. We're, we're still not sure, right yeah. at the back. If you look at the goals that, that we we gave, we gave away the other night, um I think there's more work for Steve Clark to to do there. The, the one thing that impressed me as much as anything was was just the spirit of the team. And you, you can't put a price on that. Yeah, that's, that was enormous. Day-day. To go behind twice, David. Yeah, to yeah, to, to and, come and to back and then go over back. the top. Yeah, it's amazing. And Craig and I were talking before we, we came on air. Um, you know, I think the guys who probably get the, the most favourable coverage are Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, Billy Gilmer. For me, I, I think Craig would back me up here. John McGinn. McGinn. Yep. He's, a star. He's, he's a He's
4: a man. He's a star. Man. He's a star for me. He is, he is the heartbeat of of this side. Uh, he's he's energy his work rate, he breaks the play down, he's always looking to create uh, and be positive and that's not to say that it's always successful but he's always trying to be positive. I just think that he he gives so much to this Scotland side, yeah. he really does. Yeah. Also the interesting thing, the combination between Tierney and Robertson, I find that fascinating because sometimes you look and you go, but hang on, but is 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 Robertson now playing left the side or centre? Yeah. Like they, they, they've got yeah. a really good understanding mm-hmm. between them that... You, you very rarely get a bit like watching
2: Liverpool, although yeah, yeah. he's the Arsenal player, but he's playing the Liverpool way now, continuing yeah, along with Robertson. Very much
4: yeah. so. I says they just bounce off one another, it's fantastic. Sean
2: did you agree? I think you said there that John McGinn was your man of the match. I, guys, good. I, 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 I
4: like John McGinn. I've got a wee
6: soft spot for Arsenal, and all, but I think John McGinn's yeah. got to go to the next level. He went, um. All the teams start getting all their money back and mm-hmm. um, when Horace rubbish is over, I think John McGinn could play for the <laughs> likes of Man United or uh-huh.
2: Liverpool. Two quick ones oh, for even, you. Yep.
6: Even the rich
2: Newcastle. Newca- exactly, richest club in the world potentially. Sean, we'll go back to Scotland yep. in a second. Rangers, yep. are you worried at all that um, Brendan Rogers or Steven Gerrard, and you know it's Steven Gerrard I'm talking about, could be manager of Newcastle? See,
6: to be honest, you asked me that question last year. Would Gerard take the Newcastle job? I would went, Paul, you're speaking rubbish. Yep. There's no chance of taking the Newcastle. See now, the money with Newcastle's go. If Gerard gets offered the Newcastle job, unfortunately, all Rangers fans listening tonight, mm. he would walk to Newcastle.
4: He, 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 would, he would walk, Sean, but you know what? I'm going to be really, really honest here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that job's going to be offered to Stephen Gerard. Why? I don't think he's ready. Not
2: enough experience yet as a manager? No, 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 No.
4: not as a manager. He's he's won one trophy at at Rangers. You need to do a lot more for me to to be able to then make that next step, especially the type of club that I believe Newcastle will want to become. They will want somebody that has has been at the highest, highest level, that has been through a rebuilding process and that has done that successfully. And, who and, and I'm talking about multiple trophies. Who that, That's their job. Have a think. We're going uh, to have during,
2: Please, during this program, we want to know, Craig, who you think? Great point he makes, Davy. What do yeah. you feel, Stephen Gerrard?
3: Uh, no, I, I think they'll go for a Hollywood appointment. Uh, I don't think Stephen Gerrard. I uh, know, I know, he's a huge name as a player. Maybe not as a manager. I don't think he has the profile yet. Um, given Newcastle's resources now, and also think it would be the wrong time for him. You know, I think if the comparisons here with Man City. You know, when Mark Hughes was there and they started bringing in Robinho right, and yeah. Nigel De Jong, Craig Bellamy and it was as if they weren't really his players and he couldn't put it all together and at the same time, Gary Cook, the chief exec was talking to Roberto Mancini that's anyway. Right, yeah. So, I, I don't think the timing's right for Stephen Gerrard. Tonight then, Sean, your scoreline. Is that the score you were going for? I that's yeah, just going I was
6: talking to one of my pal, Della, Three to Scotland. we um, will be in for a tough night, but don't worry, Scotland. Scotland. Fingers crossed, we get. I'm not no going. I'm not no going to be. I'm no ready yet to actually say Scotland will qualify because you never know with Scotland. <laughs> but fingers crossed, we're we'll on the right path. Cheers, Sean.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to the taxi trade. Let's go. go, go.
2: Two hours, sixteen minutes to go. Scotland playing in the Faroe Islands. Yet we know in the past it was difficult there. We should have done better, but we're going for four wins in a row. Scotland surely on the way to Qatar next year. We're not quite making the plan yet, Craig Moore, <laughs> Davy Proven, but there's a great spirit as you can hear.
4: Sean there reckons three two for Scotland, and Craig, that would do three two. Listen, three points will do if it's if it's three two. Um, you take it uh, but I think it will be um, I, I think it will be tighter than that in terms of I don't think Scotland will, would like tonight, to be
3: taken tonight, yeah?
4: Yeah, I, I, look I, I think I think 2-0 is probably the scoreline mm-hmm. that, that Scotland can achieve uh, but I think there's that, you know, there's going to be work and it's just important that they don't get frustrated, Davy, because like I said unless they go and get that early goal yeah. you know what Makes you're up against the they're going to try and frustrate you it's important that you keep your head and just keep probing away Yeah
2: Here's Dev on the line from the Talk Scottish Football Podcast. Good evening, Dev.
7: Good evening, how are you?
2: Great, how are you feeling?
7: Uh, I'm a wee bit nervous, but after the game the other night, you know, I was there, it was electric, and um, the guys should be full of confidence. I think they should get the job done tonight, guys.
2: Yeah don't be too nervous Davey and Craig will be good with you on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean the game right? No I know I, the game but, the game I know I, but, but you know in the past so many times Dave we've almost been there we've snatched defeat from the jaws of victory surely not tonight. What's going to be the changes for you? So if you were Steve Clark what's your team what what the, what are the changes you would make?
7: Me, personally, you know, he's, he's, we've we'll only got two games during this international break, so I think you just stick with a, a similar team. Um, don't change too much. We can't overlook the Faroe Islands. We still need to go there with our strongest team. Mm-hmm. Potentially, you bring in, um, you take, you bring in Hanley, um, Pele McTominay and Tierney as the back three. I know that's maybe a wee bit harsh on Henry, but mm-hmm. because I think we're going to have a lot of the ball, um, I think those three in, in the middle um, could, could be decent for getting us up the park. Same pretty much all over the park for me, but I'd like to see Nisbet come in um, and play Mm -hmm. as a two, beside Dykes, because I think he's a a whole lot better than a two. But other than that, just the same team. Nathan Patterson starting again on the right. I thought he was really, really good in the second half. Quite poor in the first, but I think the second half he kind of made up for that guy. So that's what I would go with.
2: And he wasn't alone in the first half. You know there were quite a few mistakes. Yeah. Davey, you nodded there when you said about Nisbet up front because you're yeah. not sure yet what to do. If you were in charge, you've been thinking no, about it as well.
3: Yeah, I know Nisbet has not um, been sent in the high, the heather on fire at Hibs. But I think beside an out and out target like Lyndon Dykes, I think he would be his best. I think I think Nisbet is to a certain extent a number two striker, mm-hmm. a secondary striker. And I think with Dykes, you know, up against centre backs, bullying centre backs, winning knockdowns, that is the kind of partner that I think you, you need to get the best out on but uh, I still believe he's a natural finisher, but mm. And I would like to see us occupying their two centre backs tonight as well. Don't give them a spare centre back. Yeah, yeah. You know, go right up against
4: them. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to, Uh Dave, I I really like the way the way of thinking in terms. Of, I think everyone just assumes that McTominay is going to slide forward into the middle of the park. Um, mm. but you know he. He can play, obviously, as part of that back three with Hanley and Tierney, as you suggest. Scotland will dominate the ball, so that would suit in terms of, a, you know, someone that can travel out from the back quite comfortably who's used to doing that, and that was kind of my idea in terms of potentially if a Christie, uh, for example, you know, potentially comes into the the team Ryan Christie as well, just because you're playing against a team that, um, that are going to be defending a lot, so therefore, you know, you're... you're your ball players, your creative players, are going to be really important in this yeah. type of match. Um, so look, it'll be it'll be interesting. Steve Clark's definitely got options, but I, th- I think it's not straightforward yeah. like
3: I, a lot of us think. I, I think Dev makes a good point in terms of McTominay coming in at the back. Yes, yeah, that's because, what I'm saying. Yeah, because if McTominay's at the back, I think it allows Billy Gilmore to play further forward yep. instead of going back and taking the ball off the centre backs. Yep. You know, Billy Gilmore for me was too deep at times. I yep. know that he's had rave reviews and quite rightly so. Mm-hmm. I do. I would like to see him further up the pitch. And if McTominay plays, yep. he can build the game from the back three. And, and it allows. Yeah. I, I think it would allow Billy Gilmore to play further yeah. up the pitch where he could
4: have more influence in the game. Well, I think the benefit you've seen from that, Davey, in particular in the second half against Israel, is, is Scotland were far further forward as yeah. a team, which yeah. allowed Billy to slide forward yeah, a little true. bit more. It allowed McTominay to be... Far more involved. Actually, playing like a like a midfielder, yeah. uh, so just because of the, the pressure and the dominance that, so that we've, Scotland we've got, were have for the
3: first time in a long time. Craig, we've got good pace at the back, and I think we can yep. play further up. Yeah. I mean, you are a centre back. The centre backs basically decide where the team plays. Yeah, yeah.
4: The line. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Exactly and right.
3: If the centre backs think they've got the pace to squeeze the game up, to close yep. the game up, it shortens the game for the midfield, makes it easier for everyone. Yes.
2: Dev. Do you like the sound of that, Billy Gilmer, further forward? He was too deep on Saturday.
7: Yeah, absolutely. I thought um, in the first half we weren't getting the ball to him enough, but in the second half I was there, as I said, and Mm. I really felt as though I was watching something special. Mm. Um, He looked like the player to me that was breeding confidence to to the rest of his teammates, which I think is obviously a big compliment. You look at guys like uh, Rob Othier, McTominay, McGinn, all these players around him, and they just had so much confidence and just bouncing the ball off him and, and letting him dictate play and maybe that was because we were a wee bit further forward and yeah, maybe maybe um, in this game tonight get him a bit further forward and it could
9: pay off. And
2: what about this man, John McGinn?
9: It was some game, it was always in doubt, could have went either way. Second half was a lot better from us though. Well. The first half wasn't wasn't good enough um, but like I just said to the Israel manager they're, they're, they're a, a really good side. They always give us a lot of problems and they're a very tricky team to play against. They they force you into a lot of mistakes. But tonight was was all about getting the three points. And I think over the piece we certainly had the chances to to deserve that. Dev, what would you say about John McGinn?
7: Oh, well, he just always gets the job done. You look at the last game versus the Faroe Islands. He was a star man. He, he bagged a brace. When he plays for Scotland, we we just allow him to kind of go off the leash a wee bit. And uh, he's your talisman. He scores lots of goals. And I'm hoping he gets another brace tonight.
2: And I love the fact that he didn't give up, Davey. Well, he never would. But, you know, yeah. he had the chance late on didn't happen. Yeah. And then the, the ball that he delivered.
3: Yeah, desperately quick to put the ball down and get the corner yeah. into the box, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, great flick on at the front post as well from Jack Henry. Yeah.
4: Tremendous. And, and to Mer- be fair, because you've seen a lot of those free kicks, uh, sorry, corner kicks from McGinn. There was a ploy, obviously, to try and that get come some from joy Austin
3: McPhee? at the back stick. Does that come from Possibly. Austin McPhee, who's know. been brought in as a set
4: piece Pieces. expert? Because is... they hammered that back post area. I mean, don't get me wrong, Hendry gets an unbelievable touch. Yeah. Uh, that touch is, is so important it because takes so Mc... many
3: players out the game. But
4: McTominay, doesn't? you still need someone to gamble on that back stick, and, and McTominay does that in the end. And uh, not a great deal to do, but I tell you what, it was absolutely massive. And I think that that result could be a huge turning uh, in point for Scotland because the belief. You know, to, to not only be unlucky, or it was a draw, or we didn't get what. No, mm. yeah. you've come back, you've come back twice, and then you've gone over the top of Israel. I think that this can be a huge turning point for Scotland.
3: And the other thing is that if, if Scotland win tonight and then beat Moldova, that's us automatically seeded, you know, and Absolutely. For, the, for the playoffs. Yeah. So that makes a difference as well. well it's all falling and we'll play into it place. In. Yeah, it's mm. all yeah. falling into place. Wonderful. Dev, what's your scoreline tonight? Uh, I'm just going to go for a
8: 2
7: 0. Oh. There you go.
2: Just 2-0 That's my man have you, got, have you got a feeling?
7: 2-0 up the road
2: Barry said the other night he thought John McGinn would score and of course yeah. he got her first goal Yeah um, It doesn't matter who scores but Dev who would you who would you say? What's the crystal ball telling you? Uh,
7: yeah and I would go John McGinn as well but if Nisbet is to start I'd mm-hmm. maybe like to see him get on the score sheet as well gain some confidence um, playing for the national team too
4: Dev Scotland get a penalty tonight Oh good Lyndon Dykes steps up Where's he going? Well, he's not going to because Steve Clark said he's not going to take them. That nah, he's done. Is he done? He's not taking yeah, them. Yeah,
3: he's taking them off him. Has he? Yep. Okay,
4: so who's he, did give a, he did give him a little bit of a spray. Okay, so who would Bush. be well, a penalty taker for Scotland if a penalty comes tonight? That's for you, Dev.
7: I think um, Callum McGregor he's shown he's, he's got the technical ability to put them away. He's put them away in a number of penalty shootouts and such. Um, so I would go with Callum McGregor but just to answer your question, if London Dykes was this effort, I think this sort
4: of guy that would go down the middle again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably yeah. agree with you there
2: as well. Who would you give it to tonight, Craig? If you were there in the dark blue of Scotland rather than the Socceroos,
4: yep. who would you hand the ball to? I'm going John McGinn. there you go, son. Yeah. He's not gonna miss it.
3: I think John McGinn as well. Mm-hmm. I just think his yep. confidence is sky high. Strikes the ball well. Um yeah, John McGinn. Dev, you were there. John McGinn had this message. He paid tribute
2: to you and every one of the fans afterwards. Oh,
9: huge it could. It could easily have went to pub last five, but they decided to stick with us. It's probably as good an atmosphere I've, I've heard here for, for years. It reminded me of the Saturdays I used to come here Saturdays 3 o'clock home to Ukraine home to Czech Republic and I was just desperate to be involved in that I didn't think it would take me 39 caps to to play in front of a full house at Hamden but certainly a night I'll never forget and just made extra special with going a three points
3: Dev, we're all smiling Davey You can hear it in his voice what it means to him can't you You can hear it in his voice which again tells you just the rebirth of this side and that they're all buying into it Um, and he is I just can't I can't praise him enough. He he represents everything that's good about
4: the Scotland squad. John McGinn, very happy squad, very happy squad, and that that for me is so important because those start eleven players, whoever they may be, um, you know, there's people on the on the bench that may be frustrated, but I tell you mm. what, they're not showing any signs of that. They're showing hundred percent support and backing of their teammates. A happy environment, and, and it's a joy to watch at the moment.
2: Dev, did you think of leaving early? Thank goodness you didn't.
4: No,
7: I didn't to be honest with you But I also, I didn't really think that the goal was going to come um, Because we had a number of corners You know, and we weren't really getting on the end of them But eventually it came, usually Scotland or on the end of a last-minute goal or whatever sure. to, to do is over, but this time it was it was for us, so that was great. And the scenes after it were absolutely incredible. I think that's a great point you made there in terms of the harmony within the squad. Steve Clark was talking about it as well, wasn't he, in the press conference the other day? Yep. How important it is for the, the full squad to just kind of come together and and uh, shoot towards our goals, which is obviously getting
9: to that World Cup. And I think it's everything's looking great at the moment.
2: Here is John speaking about the team spirit.
9: Right, is There's is a club feeling. It doesn't it doesn't come overnight. We're all, we're all mates I know it's easy to say that but very easy to get on everyone's backs I was making mistakes others was make, were making mistakes previously there might have been a bit of negativity a wee bit of arguing but we've all got belief in ourselves and it's just a great dressing to be in it's sad we only meet up once every once or twice every few months so that's the only disappointing thing but it's it's definitely a big reason in the in the results that we're getting at the moment and we're just hungry players, hungry to succeed for a country and, and when you look at it, look at it selfishly, you, you dream of going to a World Cup and uh, every single player in there uh, is wanting to do that.
2: Have you ever seen an international team with that team
3: spirit? You can't wait. They don't get enough time together. No, not, for a, not for a long, long time. Um, I think Ryan Fraser's a good example. Ryan Fraser, if you remember, right, under Alec McLeish, didn't fancy playing in Kazakhstan because it was a plastic pitch. He's there tonight and he'll be desperate to play. Yeah. And that's the difference.
4: Yeah, and like I says, see when you have that squad togetherness I'm telling you some of the results that you can go out and achieve because of that um, you know, it's incredible I, I experienced exactly the same thing with the Australian national team squad and John McGinn touches on there in terms of unfortunately it's only once or twice in a few mm. months we were desperate to get back into camp actually get in early because we were just desperate to, to meet up with the boys and find out how they've been doing at their clubs and that kind of atmosphere it seems as if that's what Scotland have and that can drive you on to, to, to some unbelievable results it really can
2: Dev great shout great call what are they saying in your podcast have you done one since uh, the game on Saturday
7: yeah the, the boys did a live match reaction straight after it and they were just absolutely buzzing to be quite honest um, yeah. we'll be recording another one after the Faroe Islands and I'm, I'm hoping that the, the positivity is still, still there
2: surely it will be Dev thanks very much for yeah. calling Go Radio Cheers.
7: Thanks very much, guys.
2: Great. I don't remember a time like this, Davy, where there's been such, um, I mean, people have been cautious as well. We're not getting carried no, away. No. But there's a belief
3: in this team. Well, well, I've got to admit I am slightly getting carried away <laughs> and, and I'm at a stage where, where I shouldn't be <laughs> because I've, I've been on the emotional rollercoaster. You should know of, better. So, yeah. I should know better, Craig. Yeah, because this, this is what Scotland does to us. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt this way before the Euros. I thought we were going to yeah. have a great Euros. Yeah, yeah. And we felt flat in our face. But I, I, I don't know. I just think we continue to improve. I think the Confidence, the
4: momentum—it's
3: yeah. all there. I think we'll steamroller the Faroes tonight. I think mm-hmm. we'll beat Moldova,
4: and I—I yeah, I really believe we'll get to the World Cup. Yeah. I just think like there is great positive positivity, but I don't think it's—it's it's carried. Away. If you're t- talking no. about you know going tonight and winning your next two games, five and six nil, I'll go oh mm-hmm. steady, steady. Nope. Like Scotland, there's still um, an understanding of being professional, of being respectful to your opponents, and knowing that you need to bring the right level to go and win those games.
3: They should um, know tonight, Craig. Yeah. We've had enough frights over there. These boys should know tonight. This is tricky.
4: Yeah,
3: It's tricky. Artificial surface. Yeah. It'll be like a, a village green stadium. Yeah, yeah. And 5,000 people. Yeah, you can get a bit spooked by that yeah. if you're used to playing um. in front of big crowds. You know, like Scott McTominay and John McGinn playing in the big mm-hmm. grounds in England. Um, it's a bit unusual to, to, to run out onto these... I was going to say Mickey Mouse, but no, I yeah, don't mean yeah. to be disrespectful. Yeah. No, no, but, but not
4: not pictures that we like to see. know yeah, all, in yeah. All honesty.
3: and, and it, it can be it can be tricky. Could feel like a training. But I, but I, yeah,
4: exercise. that's exactly
3: what what I mean. Look and at Denmark against them; just one one goal one win. One yeah. no, yeah. So yeah. You just got to hope the boys are in the right frame of mind. I'm sure if they approach it uh, in the in the right way and give the the Pharaohs the respect they deserve, yeah. I, I think we'll be okay.
2: If it goes wrong, Davy, will you resign? I will resign. I think you know in if he gets so we'll be kind of
3: way. Uh, I want to come back
2: as Davey Proven because this week he's got the game tonight and then at the weekend he is at Leicester Aww. against Manchester United not a, not Listen, bad. if you're just tuning in try and be a footballer if you want boys and girls <laughs> and then a pundit with Sky and go radio because that's his that's the next few days for Davey mm. we're back just after this
1: the Go Radio football show with thetaxicentre.com. Don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi. Available exclusively to The Taxi Trade. Let's go! go, 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 go,
2: go. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel here in Go Radio. We're on till seven. The build-up is on to Fair Isles against Scotland. And this is our chance, surely, if we can win tonight. And then against Moldova. And then the game with Denmark, you could enjoy, Davian. You never know what happens then. But, but by then, we'll be in the playoffs.
3: They, they might have yeah. switched off. Um, and hopefully that game will be immaterial, Paul. will be not just in the playoffs, but seeded in the playoffs as well.
4: Craig Moore. That's, that's a really yeah. good point uh, in, that you bring up. The seeded yeah. for, for, for the playoffs. So the, Scotland, the goal is is clear. You win those next two games. Um that, that, for me, is the main focus. And then, like I said, Denmark will take care of itself. But seeded, if you're yeah. going to get that playoff position, great position to be in. A step closer, hopefully, to mm. the World Cup. Amazing. You know the
2: games tonight. 7.45, Faroes against Scotland. Denmark against Austria. Mm. And Israel against Moldova. So, Denmark, absolutely home, guaranteed. Yeah. Yep, they're sitting on 21 points from the seven games. at 26 positive plus 26 goal difference Scotland 14 points on the seven games we're plus five Israel and Austria are on 10 uh, Israel the better go- goal difference by four Faroes on minus 12 uh, on four points and Moldova on one point surely tonight England in action as well against Hungary and uh, tomorrow night Stephen Craig will be with us Northern Ireland in action as well he'll be here with Rob tomorrow night on the programme and we'll tell you more very shortly. We mentioned earlier quite a few people coming on about the Newcastle mm-hmm. situation. Now, Craig, you how long were you at Newcastle? You were there for two years. Two years. Yeah. You enjoyed your time yep. in the northeast. Loved it. But everything just now, you know, away from the internationals, mm-hmm. the sky cameras, you know, the news cameras are all there watching what's yeah. happening at the training ground, which apparently needs a lot of work done yeah. with it. But that will be time. So the Saudis are in. Mm-hmm. Amanda Staveley, um, she's managed to pull it off, Davy, which people yeah. thought wasn't going to happen. This yeah, deal.
3: Absolutely remarkable. I mean there was let's be honest, there was a lot of political opposition to this for obvious reasons. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um the government have taken a step back and said this is for football to sort out. Premier League um has made the decision and it's it's a new beginning for Newcastle. Um we're about to find out just how much of that potential that everyone talks about can be realised because the, there's a bottomless pit of money now available.
2: Craig, what is the potential yeah. then? You know the North East. I mean you hear some people saying, hey, it's a huge club in the North East.
4: It's it's a huge club, it's a huge club. This this is a club with a supporter base that is is crazy for success. Um, you know they 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 want a team that represents who they are. Uh, you know they're, they're they're hardworking people. They're honest um, and and they're the type of players that they want to see at their football club. Uh, and for me, that's that's really important. Look, it's it's hard when you talk about um, you know. The the future and 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 Steve Bruce has done a wonderful job and it's it's been really difficult circumstances for himself but in terms of potentially moving forward, Paul, you know a lot of managers are being uh, touted or you know speculated, yep. uh, you know, and I've wrote, I've written down a, a few names here. In terms, who do of, you think? Who would you? Well, look at someone like Luis Enrique, who was who was hugely successful at Barcelona, was never really appreciated, knew how to win trophies, obviously doing a great job now Spain. with the Spanish national side. Yep. Uh, Conte, serial winner, mm-hmm. serial winner, won't necessarily play the the entertaining style of football, but he knows how to win, um, and he like I says he he does that. He's very, available, very well.
2: isn't he? He left into Milan in the summer. Also, yeah. yeah,
4: and 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 he's smart in terms of you know he he left mm-hmm. on his own terms, mm-hmm. um, and then you got someone like Zinedine Zidane, in terms of if you if if you want to go down a more yeah. flamboyant, flair kind of you know yeah. Newcastle of old, yeah. Then, then you can maybe look at that type of manager. Mm-hmm. But then, Davey, we've got someone that we feel also that's quite strong in the UK. I've, I've got two for
3: you, right? First one, Brendan
4: Rogers. Yes. Uh, I think has
3: proved himself as a top, top coach. Yep. Um, I, I, I think he's probably taken Leicester as far as he can. Mm-hmm. Hit the crossbar a couple of times in terms of qualifying for the Champions League. He's won the FA Cup. What's the next stage? Is there a next stage for Leicester? I don't think so. And I think if, if you're Newcastle, if... Mm-hmm. If you're a director of football or someone coming in to run the football club, you would be certainly looking at Brendan Rodgers being in the frame. Here's a, here's one that will shock you: Rafa Benitez. Yeah, I know well. he's he's not long in at Everton, <laughs> but if if and the new a great owners job. if the new owners want to give the Newcastle support, what they want, mm-hmm. they adored Rafa Benitez. I they would have him. him back tomorrow. And I, I know, uh, you know, I I know that he's just in at Everton. Yeah. It would be a huge shock if he we were to up sticks and, and go back to Newcastle now, but yeah. uh, it wouldn't be a bad appointment, and it would certainly get the entire support well on side.
4: And the wealth, well, the wealth of this new ownership, uh, this this blows anybody out of out of the water. You know, owners of Man City, owners of pitch, you're talking ten times the wealth yeah. that's been reported. So, scary amounts of money. Uh, obviously, financial fair play uh, comes into. Uh, yeah. It comes into things as well, so it's not as if all of a sudden they can just go out and spend three hundred million. Uh, there, there needs to be a strategy.
3: we will find a way out. Right enough, one <laughs> and they all do. Yeah. They all do. Yeah, That's exactly. Play, I mean. Man City and yeah. like, Barcelona, one and a half
4: billion in debt. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> but, you, but you look at yeah. someone, you know, in terms of Man City as well. Man City, the success, it came over time, but obviously there was a massive rebuild, yeah. and more importantly, there was a massive rebuild within the city. Yeah in terms of that investment into the city and I Mm. think that that is really really important here for Newcastle I believe that is something that especially just with their stadium David it's just it's in the city it's in the city
2: I couldn't believe it the first time I was there was uh, Newcastle against Man United when Newcastle were going for the title up against Fergie's remember that in the days of it was Cantona and Jim White and I went went down to the game I'd never been there I couldn't believe how it's in the city it's just there you're in the corner and
3: there it is it's just uh... but I think that's how they keep the affinity you know, how they develop the affinity yeah. between the supporters and the club, it would be in what they do for the city. And Craig's right about Ma- Manchester City have redeveloped the east end of Manchester. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The community yeah. have really benefited from, you know, the Petrodollars or is it, is it the yeah. gas that Sheik Mansoor's sure. got? I'm not sure what he's what he's got under the ground. Both. But, but certainly <laughs> yeah. he, he's invested hugely in the city. Yeah. And that has got the Man City support on side. There's a real affinity between the supporters and the owners.
2: Craig, who would you go for then with the names? David, you just chucked that in about Rafa Benitez. We'd spoken about Brendan Rogers earlier. Stephen Gerrard, we spoke about earlier in the programme, but we think they're looking for somebody with more managerial experience. Uh,
4: no, no, yeah? no disrespect to, to Stephen Gerrard, but I, I think when you start listening to the names that we've just thrown about yeah. there, uh, I think that there's far more experience. And um, Danny
2: Murphy said yesterday he doesn't think Stephen would go, and he's Pretty close to him, is he? I think. Is he
4: again? So, I kind of think that yeah. Stephen Gerrard wouldn't get asked. Yeah, um, so yeah. I don't even yeah. think it's a conversation. But we we, we love to speculate, obviously, in, in the media. But Rogers, for me, is is a, is a great shout in terms of if if you're looking to have someone that is across um, the league, the business, um, and and it's local, then Brendan Rogers is, is probably the best option when when you start to to think. Okay, yes, Leicester. He's done a fantastic job at Leicester. Um, As you touch on, Davey, has he taken the club as um, as far as he possibly can? Yeah, maybe he has. Mm -hmm. And and therefore, would he like to potentially explore a a new wonderful opportunity and and project? uh, Only Brendan can answer that. Um, Benitez obviously was huge. Imagine if, I mean, when Rafa was involved, Mm -hmm. he again was having to... You know, have the, the battles at Clubland in terms of... Make Ashley. Yeah, yeah, try, yeah try, sure. try, trying to bring in players. I mean, I can only imagine how tough that must have been. Newcastle fans knew they had the right man. Unfortunately, it was the wrong time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be very difficult for him to, to jump ship now in terms of coming... Because <laughs> he's he doing a great right. job at Everton as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing a terrific job
3: because he's a terrific manager, yeah. a terrific coach. Yeah. And, um,
4: but the, top the, managers
3: do go. The, they move the, around. Yeah, yeah. The, the Newcastle yeah. support would have him in a heartbeat. Okay. Davey Provin?
2: Greg Moore, let's see the developing story. We're just looking at the pictures there as the team arrived earlier on today. It's a small ground over there and Scotland will be playing in, what, an hour and a half. Looking forward to the game. Will the manager be running down the touchline again tonight? I got that far and I thought, what are you doing?
5: (laughs) Combining your technical area. Too old for that. It was obviously a good time to score a goal, so... Nice to celebrate a little bit with the fans.
2: He certainly did, and he paid tribute to the Scotland fans who stayed to a man and woman and child until, well, what, the 96th minute?
5: The way the game ended is, is good for everybody. Uh, it's good for the, uh, the supporters to en- enjoy the, the last little bit when it, the six minutes are not for extra time. There was a roar going up in the stadium that done off it. it gave us a little bit extra impetus, but we managed to score a winning goal in that time. And then at the end of the game, you're looking at, uh, I think our, our players wanted to thank the fans for for being back, for being in the stadium, for creating that atmosphere and it's reciprocal the supporters in. Can congratulate this this group of players that I keep telling you, show every time they go to the pitch how well they want to do for their country.
2: And one of our callers, Reagan, was on last night, as you probably heard with Barry and Mark, and he was saying he was one of the last to go out the, grou- the, yeah. the ground. It was phenomenal. Yeah. The, the music was playing. You heard the interviews on the telly and then in Go Radio uh, afterwards. It was just a special night, unforgettable.
4: Yeah, they, they, look, there's going to be many that were at that game um, that, that will not be able to get that out of their heads for a long, long time. Just the way that the game swung uh, in terms of the, the goal scoring, um, you know, continually chasing, uh, and then a second-half performance that, that that was incredible you know in in the end uh, you kind of you're hoping that Scotland are going to go on and get that winner uh, eventually they did and, and and obviously the atmosphere and the noise would have been incredible
3: the the only the only worry for me is that when the world cup takes place next winter in Qatar mm-hmm. our league will close down here and our league is scheduled to restart mm-hmm. the day before the world cup final so right we'll we'll discuss that in the second hour
0: (laughs) where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi well the taxi centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers Skoda Kia Toyota Mercedes Nissan Ford Hyundai you name it they've got saloons MPVs estates minibuses prestige cars the lot all under one roof ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK with taxi trade exclusive discounts flexible finance options and no hidden fees they even throw in registration and 12 months road tax so if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi where would you go? thetaxicenter.com. trade only
1: the go radio football show with thetaxicenter.com. don't miss out on huge savings on your new taxi available exclusively to the taxi trade let's go, go, go.
2: So in the first hour, Sean and Thamlock, not sure if he saw it right to the end of the game the other night, but uh, he was delighted. He reckons 3-2 tonight to Scotland. And what do you reckon, Dev was on, saying maybe 2-0 from the Talk Scottish Football Podcast. What do you feel? Give us a call, 0808 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. Former Scotland star, Davy Proven is here. And former Australian, the Socceroo. Craig Moore is here. Disappointed they lost this afternoon to Japan 2-1. Kaigo came on after 60 minutes and uh, Tom Rogic had uh, a chance, came close for Australia. Martin Boyle was involved in it as well. But it was a win for Japan. But Australia will be fine anyway. But really... We're not that bothered tonight to be honest. the sorry. I was <laughs> just listening there like, why am I going back if, if, if a question's exactly. coming, then,
4: nah, we're not really bothered. Nah, Australia dust themselves down and move on, Paul. have had
3: a good week anyway because watching the pictures of the COVID restrictions being lifted in Sydney, did you see oh. this? Oh.
4: Phenomenal. Getting back
3: yeah. on the, the tinnies. Yeah.
4: What a day that yeah, yeah. was. Oh, Fabulous. It's, been a, it's been a disaster back there. So. Yep. Great um, to see you. Uh, right it done, to oh, see up? That's a brilliant
2: part of the world, Oz. And we love you being on the programme here. We're right behind you. <laughs> Half of them are phoning in about Kyogo, <laughs> though. But that's the thing about football. It's the universal game. We want VAR here in Scotland. Go Radio. We absolutely need it now. If we're going to be a serious contender in world football, and if our league has to have that standing, we've got to get VAR. They've got to get it sponsored, David. They could surely get yeah. a sponsor of VAR. You, Can you, you imagine? So. Yeah how much publicity will be around VAR and especially when the referee goes over to that screen yeah
3: and the TV pictures have the sponsor's name yes should be a cinch for a minute or a minute and a half while the referee looks at the pictures it's a no brainer and you know we got the benefit of it the other night and tell what I liked about the other night the referee still had control it wasn't wasn't being told by someone in Stockley Park or someone sitting in a a truck what decision to give he still had control Mm. we must leave control with referees Give them two or three looks at it from different angles um, and as we saw the other night, you they, they reached the right decision. He certainly did. <laughs> he,
4: he definitely did. He definitely did. I was worried there for for a split second mm. because this was a referee again. You know, you, you played David with certain type of referees and, and it was no nonsense and you tried to back chat and he was straight away, he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. But to be fair, going over to the monitor straight away, then you start to go, okay, well this is looking, yeah. this is looking a lot better. Though mm-hmm. actually he does well, he gets across, um, there's no contact there so... Completely, one hundred percent, the correct decision. va. referee done well.
2: Ryan, that was a moment. Great relief, wasn't it? The other night, but uh, are you still in the high? Hi, Ryan.
8: Hi, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the high. <laughs> oh, it was a some result, some result the uh, other night. Um, in the first half, though, I did think it was going to be the same old Scotland. I mean, first four minutes that they score, and then, and then uh, Dykes must have penalty just before half time. Sure. so I was like, oh no, but what a performance in the second half, unbelievable, world class.
2: Incredible, wasn't it? They, they fulfilled that potential that we've seen in flashes in recent times, something is happening with the team. Uh, here's the manager speaking about tonight's game.
5: When The pass form won't, won't count for anything, the atmosphere and, and what we're going to face over there will be, will be different to what a lot of these, these players have faced before. The historic results don't matter, but what matters is that the pharaohs now are improving all the time. Much improved, qualified out of their section in the Nations League, c- can win games, well organised, difficult. We saw that at Hamden. The 4 0 sc- scoreline at Hamden was was a scoreline that had a little bit of gloss on it for us. It wasn't a 4 0 game, it was a tight game for a long time, and it was only towards the end that we started to get away from them. So we go there, we expect a difficult game. Ryan, so what are you thinking for tonight?
8: I think we'll go in all high, I think we'll go in with a positive attitude. Um, we've just got to go again take that confidence and belief in and just um, try and get as many goals as we can. I think goal difference is also important. Get the points on the board. Um, Hopefully we'll we'll get the job done in the first half, I would say. Um,
2: Anything you want to ask, Davey and Craig? Because we want to ask you who you would play tonight. Any changes in the team? Obviously, there's an enforced change. What would you do?
8: Um, I'd keep the same team, but um, because Adams is out... um, I would give wee Nesbitt a chance well no right. wee Nesbitt but Nesbitt mm, give uh, Nesbitt yeah. a chance you know get, let's see what he can do that would be the only change I would I would maybe make
2: and why Nesbitt rather than let's say Christie or moving McGinn further forward
8: well I just think Nesbitt deserves a chance he's he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's scoring the goals for him. He's, he's doing it and why not a better chance to do it for, uh, against the Faroes give give the young lad a run out who knows can't keep going for the old you know we has got mm-hmm. to try the Try something
4: different, Craig. Yeah, no, look again. I've got no issue if Nisbet um, is a player that that comes in. Um, I kind of, you know, agree, agree in terms of. I I think by respecting your opponent, look rather than say, okay, we're going to put out a certain team and we're going to look to be taking making changes in sixty minutes this player, and go and win the game of football. Put your best eleven that you feel that can go and get the result. Go go get that result. If it takes thirty minutes, sixty minutes, ninety minutes, do what you need to do. No issue with Nisbet uh, starting up top. Well one slight one slight thing and, and I've seen it with, with strikers when you come into a game and you're still trying to establish yourself with the national team. Um, it's a game that you're expected to win uh, and, and as a striker you need to be scoring goals. Sometimes I've seen uh, strikers struggle, they come into that type of game, David. they don't get their goal. And then all of a sudden, just a little bit of pressure builds for the next squad, the next time. And I've seen that, yeah. with, for example, a Jamie McLaren for a long time with our national team, who, who the, the listeners would know about well here. Scotty McDonald, yep. also yeah. s- similar situation. But it's just, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to get it right for your strikers. You've got to make sure that it's the right moment and the right mm-hmm. time for them. And that's where I think Steve Clark, um, you know, his work's cut out, but he's been making the top decisions. And I expect him to do it again.
3: I, that, I think... I think Kevin Nisbet would be hugely disappointed if, if he doesn't play tonight. I mean, he's, he's clearly number three. Yep. The, the, the two strikers, sure. they, they pick themselves, don't they? Nisbet's got to wait in the queue. Now, with Adams being out tonight, if he doesn't play him tonight, when is he going to play him?
8: Mm-hmm.
3: When is he going to play him? Um, you know, he did his bit um, before the Euros scored against Holland. Um, typical striker's goal in at the back yep. post. And he's an out-and-out poacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think with Dykes beside him, I think you get the best of them. Yep. Here,
4: yeah. Again, like I said, no, no issues. Yep, here is but Yeah, of course, it's not nice seeing people get injured. Especially me
5: and Shea, we, we got on really well. So, yeah, I was gutted for him. But it uh, is opportunity for me to go and play. If that's from the start or from later on in the game, I'll just be ready when called upon. Of course he's gutted. But hi, I'm here, boss.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and available. And, go.
2: And that's what you want. That competition's there, isn't it? You Need don't up. want to see people going out. But it's his chance and it might be his moment. Yeah,
4: yeah. Look, look he's... He's training. He's ready. Um, you know whether or not it's a foil with yep. the media whether he starts with it, but he's ready to go. And like Davey said, I've I think that Nesbitt can come in and, and do a great job. I've no doubts about that. I think that uh, you know we know that Dykes needs a, a, a strike partner. Um, I think there's a there's enough that that's different about these two players from to be able to complement one another because I think that that's also important in any partnership. Like for like doesn't really work. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see whatever starting. Lineup up he puts out I think there's only going to be the one change to mm. one or two that's it like you know yeah. if, if McTominay slides forward or stays at the back uh, the midfield therefore if he stays at the back the midfield stays the same yep. as previous game mm. um, but obviously with Shea Adams out there's there's a definite yeah. change there being made I, I just think it's, it looks like a natural partnership
3: mm-hmm. Dykes and Nisbet yep. arguably even more so than Dykes and Adams um, who are both very mobile mm-hmm. Nisbet I think probably play a bit closer to, to Dykes bit like McCoyson-Haitley and I'm not yeah, saying they're yeah, in that man. league we're yeah. talking serious sure. league there but you know the the, the striker the out and out striker the target the focal point yep. and the secondary striker who'll play either side pick up the, the scraps Ryan who was your man of the match on Saturday
8: Oof, uh, what, it's quite a difficult uh, one were, isn't were, it yeah yeah they were all they were all good um, some second half um, yeah mm-hmm. But I would probably have to go with, with Billy Gilmore I thought he just he just—he had something different and everybody's saying it and it's true he just he just seemed to be there at the right time do, make the right tackles make the right pass he just seemed to do the right thing and to, his reward was at the first half to win as a penalty there was, yeah. uh, he was
2: brave scoring, he was but, very yeah. brave mm-hmm. here's John McGinn speaking about Billy Gilmore I has, um,
9: he's a, he's a world class player Billy he's been through a wee wee rough patch at Norwich obviously frustrated not to be playing but when he's in the Scotland jersey he's, um, he's always at the top of his game and he's learning on the job as well him and Nathan they'll make mistakes um, but both of them top quality players and uh, very lucky to have him
3: The
2: experienced
3: John McGinn now I know, all, all I know when, one yeah. of the newcomers not yeah. so long ago uh-huh. and still seems like a newcomer yeah. but but mm-hmm. great to hear him almost verbally putting his arm around Billy Gilmer's mm-hmm. shoulder I think, I think both he and Andy Roberts now look after any of the newcomers who come in Nathan Patterson these boys and make sure that the, you know, they, they they feel part of the group from the moment they arrive at the hotel. And that was not that wasn't always the case. Um, you know, there, there used to be a division: the Anglos and the Home Scots, and it wasn't right. But it seems to be, the, the chemistry now in the camp seems to be spot on. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hugely important because if you don't have it off the pitch, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to have it on. Did you find that, Davey? Was there that difference? Yeah, between we, we, the, we, Yeah, if you walked into the, the Scotland squad, when I, when I was part of it, the ang, most of the anglers would be sitting in one mm-hmm. part of the dining room, the home Scots on the other. Mm-hmm. Now, you could say that's not unnatural because yeah, we had yeah. more in common. Sure. Yeah. They, they would talk, be talking about their fixtures and mm-hmm. their league, but it wasn't good. Who, who was it Douglish you know you had Kenny well, the, and, I mean you
0: know obviously Alan I'm Hansen Graham Souness sure, yeah.
3: uh, Gordon McQueen yeah. um, our boys were Davy Neri um, Davy Cooper you know the the, the home Scots Alan Old Ruff there, and, so,
2: yep.
3: But, but, it's only natural in a way isn't it you absolutely it is, right it is yeah. natural but yeah. sure. I, I don't think it was good for, for team bonding if you like
2: sure
0: yeah. Right, um, but when you just went out,
4: when you went out as a group in terms of whether you know your, your dinner and all that sort of stuff, everyone, everyone comes together. You. you get that in dressing rooms, Davey. You know, what it's why yeah. like, you, you know you you'll get five mm. or six players that, that, that you know quite yeah. friendly and spend a lot of time together. But as long as there's that ability to to all come together at that the yeah. right time for me, then you, you and that's going out
3: the tunnel, isn't it?
2: Mm. That's the that, right time.
4: That's the right time. Yeah,
2: Ryan, here's John McGinn speaking about the Pharaohs. I,
9: it will be a, a tricky game. I remember going there with Hibs in the Europa League. Uh, qualifier and everyone just expected us to to hammer them but like we we saw here it was 4-0 but I certainly didn't feel like that in the game, Uh, we were very clinical on the night so we won't be taking them for granted, they're a very very physical team and we've also got to adapt to the surface so um, the minute we think we're we're doing all right, and we think we'll just turn up and win is is when we'll get done.
2: And it's the surface so Lyndon Dykes back at uh, Almond Vale. It's a bit like Livingston. <laughs> he'd, be yes.
4: com- he'd be comfortable with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. But I think when you hear John McGinn there as well, one of the key words with the last time was clinical. You, you, know, you, yeah. might, you might not mm. get seven, eight clear-cut chances tonight um, you know, if you do great, but you, you've got to take your chances. You know, Those goals are the moments that change games uh, and, and they will be a tough opponent to break down. That's but- what
3: you said earlier on as well, Craig. It's the kind of night you would bite the hand off for an early goal. Yeah, Early goal changes everything. You know, because if they sit in and get through the first 20 minutes, give themselves something to protect, it becomes a bit attritional, doesn't it? You know, you start to hope, you end up lumping balls into the box. Get an early goal and you, you, you can play, you can make them turn, you can use the width... It just becomes a much easier exercise if you score early. Good point. Mentioning
2: Livingston, can we switch it for a moment or two? We'll be straight back to Scotland. But Ryan, you're a big St Johnson <laughs> fan and you've got Livy this weekend. Not in the plastic <laughs> pitch, you've got them at home. I mean, obviously, the last couple of weeks have been much better for you. Back winning again?
8: Yeah, absolutely. Um, back to winning ways, is always. <clears throat> in any football game, I think it uh, gives you the confidence, gives you the morale to go again. Yeah. Mm. Um, Hopefully we can get a result again on Saturday and start. We seem to do that, St. Johnson. We seem to do that with either a slow start or a, yeah. or we start to dip off at the end of the season. It depends on the way the season is and who the games get, but we seem to have a slow start at the, at the start. We're, we're kicking on now, so hopefully the boys can roll around and get another, another um, result. Can I just say as well? Yeah, of course. Um, that can, you, can you believe this? That Sir Alex Ferguson was in the stand there yeah. the other night and we scored in the 93rd minute yep. Fergie time yep. <laughs> boy Scott McTominay. can you
3: believe that you can't write that no. you cannot write that you're yeah, absolutely yeah, right that he's, that's brilliant d- uh, he
2: signed
8: Scott McTominay when he was 8 did he?
3: Scott
8: did he McTominay was 8 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that right? yeah, yeah.
3: Eight, 8 years of age uh-huh. he's got the picture standing with Fergie you know how Fergie would always cultivate the parents yeah. look after people that's, that's the kind of family club he wanted yeah. to make Man U yeah. uh, Scott McTominay 8 years of age when he signed for United
2: Wow, I've got a picture here of Fergie in town at the weekend, just coming out of the hotel with the cap with uh, some of his friends. I'll show you in a moment or two. Martin was there as well. Looks
3: great. Oh, he's, looks
6: great, he does, you know, doesn't you he? Know,
3: given what he's come through, <laughs> seven, eight years of age,
6: mm-hmm.
3: looks great. It was
2: one of those nights, Ryan, wasn't it? It was really, really special. I, I said that last night. Is he in the in the team bus? Is he on the plane for the match tonight? Because uh, what I mean, what a manager! It's just absolutely phenomenal. So, Ryan, did we get your scoreline? for tonight uh, no but no, I'll, I'll, I'll please do yeah. I,
8: will, I will go for 3 nil tonight
2: who for no we won't do that one 3 <laughs> nil. who's your scorers <laughs> <laughs> who do you think
8: uh, I know you're Dykes, going to go
2: Nisbet Dykes. Dykes
8: Nisbet and McGinn
2: right you go for all three Craig would settle for that 3 nil tonight um, I, I, you take Davies Point Go an early goal could make such uh, a difference
4: it, it will because yeah. I, obviously then the game becomes a little bit more open, uh, which then would allow Scotland more space to be able to to, to then go on with the job. Uh, and I don't feel as if the Pharaohs are going to have too much going forward that, that should harm Scotland. Like I, said, I think the concern is the longer the game goes, that you can get a little bit frustrated. Set pieces become very important. That'll be what the Pharaohs have worked on in terms of set, set pieces, because Big that's time. going to be their main area yeah. to, to try and cause any problems tonight. important that Scotland don't give away any silly free kicks
2: as we did the other night
4: Yes We lost the goal in four and a half minutes. What it? well, a striker was
2: I thought of you David, Honestly Zahavi You were going on about him all week Yeah And there he was I mean we did give it away cheaply um, Mistakes they were, they were nervous Patterson was nervous Henry made the mistake But uh, The result though What a confidence booster And this is what the manager said about it afterwards Good for the
5: confidence Good for the belief and good for them to, to feel to feel loved. You know, footballers are, are no different to anybody else. We all we all like to feel the love. Every, we're human beings. Everybody likes to feel that little bit of adoration and that little bit of love. These players have worked hard to to do what they've done for the country. I keep saying that every time they turn up, they want to do well. You see that. You see the way they work, the way they apply themselves. So It was a good moment, uh, but one that now we've got to park and, and get ready for the next tough challenge.
2: Ryan, you didn't often hear managers, and certainly not Steve Clark, saying he loved these players. He said mm-hmm. that the other week, and he's talking there about the fans and the whole atmosphere you Often hear that in Perth,
8: <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, probably about 10 of them. Aye, but... Well, you'd plenty hey, to I love
2: know. last season, of course. It, it is special,
8: oh, aye, yeah, oh. unbelievable. Um, and to see Steve Clark smile and yeah. dance about the touchline, that was that was something different, <laughs> wasn't it? No, oh,
2: I heard Gus oh, Poyett on this morning in the radio, and he was saying he said about. Scotland. He said, "What a performance!" And yeah. Stevie Clark, and he played with him, of course, yep, at Chelsea. Chelsea. He said, "I'd never seen him smile like that. I'd never seen him open up the way he has." And he said, "He was always the same. Yeah. You'd get the same performance every week from Stevie Clark." He said, "He wasn't a superstar, but he was so consistent." And he's got something with the players.
4: Well, he let him go. He let himself go, didn't he, for about yeah. three seconds, and then he's gone. Oops! Right back, <laughs> back to where you know he got excited. But but I think that's great to see as well because you know. He, He is a certain type of character that keeps his cards close to his chest, sorry. But it's an emotional game, football, isn't it? So it's great to see someone celebrate like that and show how much it means to him as well. We'll try and get you the team news as soon as we can. Cheers, Ryan. Thank you. Have a nice night. You too. too. Cheers. Cheers.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicenter.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go, go!
2: going to give you the Scotland team and there's three in three out one we knew was definitely going out because Shea Adams injured Callum McGregor is on the bench Nathan Patterson is on the bench Ryan Fraser comes in Ryan Christie comes in and uh, one other change as well Grant, Grant Hanley and it's Grant Hanley I as suspension. expected to come in I just wrote down the G there yeah. Grant Hanley we knew was coming in Craig Davey what do we reckon Scotland team Craig Gordon and Goals Andy Robertson the captain Scott McTominay Grant Hanley Kieran Tierney John McGinn Lyndon Dykes Ryan Christie Jack Henry Billy Gilmore and Ryan Fraser on the bench the goalkeepers Kelly and McLaughlin Stephen O'Donnell Callum McGregor Lewis Ferguson Scott McKenna Liam Cooper Stuart Armstrong David Turnbull Kevin Nisbet Nathan Patterson
3: Kenny McLean Davey Provin what's your reaction? Uh, a little bit surprised that Nisbet you know, doesn't get a shout. Ryan Fraser's going to play at right wing back in place of Nathan Patterson yeah. and it looks as if it's too off the front that it's going to be Ryan Christie and John McGinn playing behind Linden Dykes. What do you reckon at home? Give us a call Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. 700 Craig Moore what do you make?
2: He often does surprise us and the manager surprised us again.
4: Yeah, well i, I... I think the one surprise is is Ryan Fraser he's not is yep. not one that we discussed obviously before the game um, up top whether it was Christie or or uh, Nesbitt we've got Christie uh, up there so no surprise there but Ryan Fraser look the reason why Stephen Clark's obviously gone with this is because again Scotland are expected to be able to take the game to the Fairdows Fraser's an attacking kind of player he's played the wing back position before and 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 I think it's actually positive from Steve Clark who's a lot of the time people have said oh he's a little bit too conservative but he's He's gone with an attacking lineup that he feels, and I do believe that can go and get a, uh, the right result tonight as well.
2: Davy, the goals where are they coming from here?
4: Well, that,
3: that, that's a question. I mean, you've got to hope that John McGinn can come up with one. Ryan Christie, we know, yeah. you know, if he's coming in off that right hand side onto his left foot when he opens the the target up for himself, is, is capable. And yeah, that that's the thinking obviously behind Ryan Fraser that. You know, I, I don't think Ryan Fraser would have played tonight against better opposition, but Steve Clark obviously thinks we will have enough of the ball that he'll spend most of the game in their half of the pitch. But you made a good point ten minutes ago
2: that he didn't want to play in a plastic, plastic pitch. Yeah, I mean I, yeah. there was
3: a problem in Kazakhstan yeah. when he he, he he didn't fancy the, the artificial surface in Kazakhstan. It, mm. it may at that time have been down to a long term injury. I'm not I'm not sure, but he's certainly pulling on the boots for us tonight.
4: And and the difference the difference probably, Davey, is again this is a team now that everyone wants to yeah. be a part of. This, yeah. is, yes. this is a successful yeah. team, um, you know, so they all want to be a part of it. Being involved here in these international camps is great, but we touched on it a little bit earlier, Davey, off-air off about the importance of these players now then going back to their clubs after this and to make sure that they're playing week in, week out. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll find yourself not in yep. the squad. Yep. That, that's how competitive it, yep. it is, and yeah. I, I think that's that's a great place to be in. Uh, Ryan Fraser obviously has a different thought of a plastic pitch tonight. Than... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if
3: you're Kevin Nisbet though, Craig, you are absolutely oh. pig sick tonight. Yeah. That, when that look, team's read out, he is pig sick.
4: Yeah. I just had a gut a gut feel, Davey that uh, again, um, it's not. This is going to be a difficult game, and, and I think that um, you know I can understand why he's probably left Nisbet out. Hopefully he gets some minutes, you know. Maybe when the game is a little bit stretched towards the end of the game, if he can get 20, 30 minutes, get his goal. Um, mm. Obviously, you know, but he'll be disappointed not to be starting. That's that's normal. You'd expect that. But at the same time, it just goes to show that there's still work to be done um, to convince Steve Clark to, to get into that starting starting 11. I think you'd
2: agree, Davey Proven. Craig Moore, the hardest thing in the game is to score goals. Yeah. That's what everyone yeah. says. So John McGinn... Got a goal the other night yeah. and he spoke about it because he'd been on a great run, then not so good in terms of scoring. He spoke about it.
9: I, um it's been a, a mini drought for Scotland. Gaffer, even though I was kind of slightly deeper to try and keep an eye on, on Solomon, which certainly wasn't easy. He, he did encourage <laughs> me to get in the box and it was probably our first passage of play with any real quality in the first half and, and thankfully got this one right and nestled in the corner and it was just a, an amazing feel.
2: It certainly was. So is he going to be pushed further forward, Davey? You reckon? Yeah, John I think McGinn? so. It'll yeah. be
3: Ryan Christie and John McGinn supporting the the lone striker. Hopefully, there's there's and listen, there, there will be plenty of width um, with uh, yeah. Andy Robertson, particularly down the left hand side. Hopefully, Ryan Fraser providing service from from the right. And it might be it might be an old fashioned game tonight because if if they defend within the width of their 18 yard box they might leave the ball into the wide area just hoping they can defend the cross. Yeah, yeah. And it might, it might be anywhere you see a lot of crosses into the ball. So mm. it might be an old-fashioned game. And Craig, we spoke this afternoon before the programme and
2: you said about Ryan Christie, you thought the way the game would go, we might have a lot of possession and his crosses could be crucial.
4: I, I just think that he's the type of player that can unlock defences. He has goals. Um, You know, he has that, that ability to drop the shoulder, come on in his left and, and you know, score some really nice goals. And I just felt that the type of game that, you, you know, Scotland are going to experience tonight is, is domination. In in the opponent's half, so that type of player, you know, certainly suits what Scotland will be looking to do tonight. Deliveries into the box, David. You touch on when you when you look through this, you know, Scotland team. There certainly should be some joy in terms of in terms of that style or or set pieces, free kicks, corners. Mm. When you look at the you know the the height that they've got within the squad, McTominay, you know, Tiani attacks the ball well. Dykes does well. You know, Jack Henry. There's some real presence there in terms of attacking things in the box and I think that's an area where again against better teams you 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 really got to try and find ways to to hurt teams because maybe you don't create as many chances in open play so set pieces are also important in these type of games
2: Here's some uh, on the socials I'm just looking here at all the messages Davey Stewart's on saying how are players going to learn to play together and get used to each other if he keeps making unnecessary changes, so Davey's a bit surprised by the changes, and I guess with Nathan Patterson, uh, he is out. Callum McGregor's out. We know about Adams. Craig, what would you say on that? How do they get to get that team <sighs> bonding?
4: It's a difficult one for a manager in terms of um, you know, he, he's he's picking a team that he he believes can go out and 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 get the result for this particular match. He certainly understands the importance mm. of this match, um, but. You, you do, you know, go from game to game and, and, and have changes. Um,
2: there could be niggles we don't know about. Yeah, maybe. of course,
4: you know. There could be some somebody that maybe didn't get a great night's sleep or, or, or whatever. But at the end of the day, look, this this is a team that Steve clark has gone with. This is a team that I'm pretty sure all of us in here, plus everybody else in Scotland, mm. believes is strong enough to go and win this football match. Can there be disappointment from some players? Of course. Nisbet, Davey, you touched on in terms of maybe not getting his start. Yes, he'll probably be really disappointed. But we touched on that... that um, team culture Paul in terms of mm-hmm. even when they're not starting you know yes be disappointed but they don't let that affect the group and that's, that's really really important and if Nesbitt gets his opportunity Davey which I do believe he'll get some 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 minutes mm-hmm. then I expect somebody that's going to go on. he's going to run, chase, kick bite, scratch and look to get his goal he's going to give it his all
2: you said, Have you ever told the manager, I didn't sleep well last night? Nobody's going to say that, never, are they?
4: Never. Never. Because <laughs> it's not going to happen, is no, it? <laughs> I've never said it to a manager, but sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes maybe, you know, the mm. you've said to the, the physio or you said to the doctor, mm. and all of a sudden, yeah, sometimes things can snowball as well. Have probably. you ever
2: gone in the huff when you were dropped? Have you ever.
4: No, no, because I've always been yeah. someone that uh, understood uh, what a team environment was all about. I would have always loved to have started football matches, but I understood um, the, the situation if I. Wasn't selected, um, be disappointed, but don't show it in front of the group. Davy, did you? Yeah,
3: yeah, I remember being dropped for an old firm game actually. And uh, Davy, he gave Peter Grant his debut at iBrooks and left me out, and I was absolutely bailing, I can tell you. <laughs> I remember covering it. Jimmy Nickel Was playing for might Rangers have been, that day. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Right. Why did he drop you? Can you remember? Uh, I yeah. must have been pretty
2: rubbish. Not at all. What about the point that Davy is making here on uh, the Go Socials? How are the players going to learn? When he's changed things,
3: well, he, he must have he must have a reason for for, yeah. for changing. Me. And only time will tell whether he's done the right thing. But he's in the, the fortunate position when you look at how strong his bench is. That if either the shape or the personnel are not working tonight, he's he's got enough on his bench that he can, he can, he can change it. Mm-hmm. John McGinn said of the other night. You know,
2: no matter what happens, and looking to tonight, who knows what's going to happen? As long as we get the win. But he said they were never down and out, and they felt they could win it, and they deserved to win. It was some
9: game. It was always in doubt. Could have went either way. Second half was a lot better from us, though. Uh, the first half wasn't wasn't good enough. Um, but like I just said to the Israel manager, they're they're, they're a, a really good side. They always give us a lot of problems, and they're a very tricky team to play against. They they force you into a lot of mistakes. But tonight was was all about getting the three points, and I think over the piece we certainly had the chances to to deserve that.
2: And at half-time, what was said? What were the changes? I mean, he stuck with the same team. It's
9: always strong words for the gaffer, even if you're, if you're getting praise. But he was measured in what he was saying. We had some tactical things we had to ad- adapt with, but we had to be braver. And he stressed that to his, um, showed us. to, told us to show a bit more personality on the pitch, and um, we managed to do that.
2: So if you're just tuning in, Davy Proven, Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, we've got the team tonight. So Davy, how are we going to line up? A few changes. So the Scotland team for yeah, tonight. Yeah,
3: Grant Hanley... Um, Com- comes in. We, we were expecting that. Um, Scott McTominay, Kieran Tierney, either side of him. Ryan Fraser, right wing back, and Andy Robertson, left wing back. Uh, John McGinn, Billy Gilmer, and Ryan Christie, the, the central three. Uh, Gilmer is the one who will sit with the game in front of him. I think Christine McGinn will be allowed to to, to get forward to support to support Ducks. Lyndon Dykes, uh, the lone the lone striker, but. You know, I'm saying lone striker, but we'll have loads of movement from midfield to support them.
2: Because if it went wrong, people would say, "Why didn't you have two strikers on against Faroe Islands?" And we're not, you know, we're not discrediting them. They only mm. lost one goal to Denmark. Yeah. They're not what it used to be. But no. you know, we could be criticised for that. But that's for after the game, isn't
4: it? Yeah. But, and I think as well, you you touch on the likes of Ryan Fraser and uh, and Christie in terms of those those forward areas. And you know, even if Ryan Fraser potentially is play, playing that wing back role, I think there's going to be times where. Um, They'll be also making those forward runs in behind Lyndon Dykes. Mm. That, for yeah. me, is very, very important. That That is also a big part of, of, of Fraser's game. And when you, you look through the, the substitutes, look, we're all going to have opinions in terms of what the starting team should be and, and what it looks like. Adams is out through through injury, which is, uh, you know, McGregor's played a lot of football. And how many times have we all said McGregor's played a lot of football?
2: He looks fresh this season, yeah, doesn't he? He does yeah? look
4: fresh, but yeah, you understand that maybe, okay, he's played a lot of football. Mm. Patterson, young emerging talent coming wasn't unbelievable the first half. Showed some resilience and character to stay in the game and still mm-hmm. keep cracking. Um you know, so again, you can understand why that why the change has been made there. The one the one that Davey, and I know you're not happy about this one, mate, mm-hmm. is, is is the Nisbet one. I know I know that's eaten away at you a little bit.
3: Yeah, I just think you know, I, I I'm I'm trying to look at a Scotland squad where everyone is so motivated. And Steve Clark talks about, you know, the the importance of keeping the group together, keeping everybody up for it. And you know, I just think it's a kick in the teeth to 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 Nisbe. I know his club form hasn't been great, but you know, he, he would be he would have been certainly would have been starting tonight, I'm I'm sure. You know, when Shea Adams leaves the camp, he is thinking, I'm in. That, that's what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. He'd have his game header. Here's the
2: manager speaking about the
3: performance in the second half, and that's the kind of performance we
2: need tonight. I
5: think I think all the players, older players from, from from back to front. We got on the ball more in midfield but... When you do that, and you've got Billy, John McGinn, and, and Callum can all play with the ball, and we started to do that. But we, we also played a little bit higher up the pitch. The, the team was in a better shape. We we controlled better their threats, which gives you a chance to build momentum in the game. So, yeah, Billy did well, but they all did well in the second half, and they all didn't do quite so well in the first half. But listen, I've said out there, and I've said it to the players as well. It's only three points. It's a great night. It's exciting. We're all happy that we're still in control of the playoff position ourselves. But we now have to go to the Faroes and, and make sure that we, we we cement this result with with another win. So
4: that's that's our focus.
2: Greg, it's only three points. He keeps his you know the feet in the ground most of the time.
4: Right, oh, and, and keeps everybody else's feet on the <laughs> yeah. ground. You have no chance of getting carried away by yourself, um, you know, in that that squad. And he's right. Like it's, it's three, it was it was a massive three points. It was a massive occasion. And I think the way that Scotland went about their business and. In particular, that second half, and then go on to to get uh, the winning result, which equates to the three points. Really important three points. But tonight's another game,
2: match day, Davy. How was it for you playing away from home? You know, we're getting into the winter now, up there in the Faroe Islands. Yeah, you difficult, tricky, and yeah.
3: never never enjoyed the the small grounds, small crowds. You know, if if you're used to 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 big crowds. I I think it's hard to to lift Mm. yourself at times let let me just uh, correct the the shape I give you Paul because I think is going to play in midfield I think I said he was going to play at the back it's Craig Gordon then it'll be Henry Hanley and Tierney four across will be Fraser McTominay in midfield beside Billy Gilmore with Andy Robertson on the left with McGinn and Christie off dikes. Sorry about that. Fake no, news I was
2: giving out earlier on. Not at all. We, uh, we gave it first and fastest, and I just threw it at you as it came in. And uh, Craig, is that how you think we will line
3: up, same as Davey? So, what's that? That's a 1 4 4 2.
4: Yeah. Well, um, it's 3 4 2 1, if you like, with yeah.
3: McTominay and Gilmer. Yeah. Um, you know, a, well, a 3 of Henry, Hanley, and Tierney, yeah. and then mm-hmm. a 4 of Fraser, McTominay, yeah. Gilmer, and Robertson
4: yeah.
3: with McGinn and Christie off dikes.
4: Yeah, uh, look, again, I don't, I don't yeah. get too carried away with the formations and all that, Poor in terms of yep. what, what, what is clear is the way that Scotland are going to build up. They've got three at the back. Yeah. You know, so in terms of the, the wing-backs will be there uh, that you expect to, to be going up and down. So sometimes you, they're part of the defence. Other times they're part of the, the attack and, mm-hmm. and, and and midfield. Uh, certainly Dykes, he, he, he will have support close to him. Uh, yeah. Um, which is which is vital because, you, you know, he needs to... He'll have a big job occupying the, the two at the back or the, 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 the central defenders. It's important that he has that... Support nice and close. And again, we know what type of player he is. He's going to go and hunt the ball, mm. and cause a lot of errors and cause a lot of positivity going forward. Paul,
3: and he, he should have licensed to do that because you've got yeah. McTominay and Gilmore both who are natural sitting players. So Christine McGinn, it's, it's there for them tonight. They can go and express themselves.
2: Looking forward to it, David. Do you think we'll enjoy the ninety odd minutes? Yeah, I, I think yeah? this is.
3: I'm not saying it's going to be a stroll in the park. But I, I think Scotland will take care of this without any fuss. Um, I don't think it's going to be one of these horrible gut-wrenching nights where mm. we're sitting watching through the cracks in our fingers. I, I think we, we could have a job done by half-time. Should I be worried about the plastic park the plastic mm. pitch? Because we often think, I mean, international football, mm. most are still on, on the
2: on the grass. Mm. Craig, will it be a factor? Just when you were talking earlier about Livingston and, you it, know, look at Celtic's record there. Celtic, a much stronger yeah. team. They haven't won since, what,
6: 2005?
4: I, I it, look, it's always a factor because yeah. it's, a, it's a change of surface. Mm. Right? At the end of the day, though, it's a factor for both sides, and, and it's who adapts best. Right? And, I, and I looking through this Scotland squad, I'm saying that Scotland are the ones that are going to adapt better. Uh, but like I said, in terms of it's not ideal, the bounce is different in terms of the way the ball um, you know, moves along the deck and all that sort of stuff, whether it's a dry plastic pitch or whether it's been watered. It's a different surface to turf.
2: Craig Moore knows he's played on both. I think everyone would love to play on the grass. Listen, hopefully it won't matter tonight. 0808 17 17 700. We are one hour away from kickoff.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with thetaxicenter.com. Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you. Let's go. go, 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 go,
2: go, go. Monday to Friday, the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney. Craig Moore, Davy Provin. Tomorrow night, Barry will be here with Rob and Stephen Cragen. and this weekend and hopefully we're looking forward to Scotland, Moldova and clinching that place because we've got the Faroe Islands tonight. Craig will be here
4: Saturday afternoon. Who's with us? You, me and... John Hartson John Hartson and that's a fantastic card again again this weekend really looking forward to it it is should we touch on that in a
2: second or two because there's some great games yep we're back to the Premiership at the weekend but Davey the Scotland News tonight's Craig Gordon Andy Robertson Scott McTominay Grant Hanley Kieran Tierney John McGinn Lyndon Dykes Ryan Christie Jack Henry Billy Gilmore and Ryan Fraser the headlines then Ryan Fraser's in Grant Hanley as expected and Ryan Christie out Shea Adams as we know but Callum McGregor and Nathan Patterson on the bench Davey you're reflecting it's, on yeah, it yeah I mean
3: yeah. It, now that I've had a chance to digest it Paul it's a really attacking Scotland yeah, yeah. team it's you know great words through Robertson and, and Fraser um, McTominay and Gilmer uh, McTominay obviously every bit as effective in midfield as is at the back will partner Billy Gilmer and that will allow for me John McGinn and Ryan Christie to go and do what they do best uh, go and create things go and influence the game and support Lyndon Dykes get beyond them um, yeah I, I think it's a it's a I'm starting to get the thinking of Steve Clark.
4: That's good. That's good, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken an hour no, and forty-six wait, minutes. Yeah. But,
3: uh, I couldn't get my head round it um first time around. Wasn't yeah. Wasn't sure why I'd left Nathan Patterson out, yeah. but he obviously feels we're gonna have so much of the ball.
4: You're spot on. And that, that's you know, Ryan Fraser, like I said, because he has played that role for, for Scotland before, certainly comfortable, very comfortable going forward. That's that's his strength, and there's gonna be a lot of opportunity for that. Tonight, um, and and in John McGinn, like I says, I mean, we we know how he attacks his games of football, whether it be club, whether whether it be country, he will lead uh, once again by example. I know he doesn't have the armband, but yeah. he he plays like a someone with a real presence uh, and experience in there now, and I just think that the rest follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in that area, in in the attacking parts of the field, I think he causes so many problems, makes people nervous in terms of the opponent and i think a goal each half Davy, 2-0 will that be comfortable enough for you
3: um, i think we'll be two up at half time and yeah. maybe get another couple
4: yeah
3: right yeah so i really do, we it. Don't I really be, do it. yeah I, I don't see the, i don't i don't see this being if we were playing in toft tier in a, mm-hmm. a howling gale and yep. a really terrible pitch mm-hmm. i might have misgivings about it but decent surface i know it's plastic but it's a decent surface There's the the weather's reasonably good considering it's the the Faroes. Uh, and I, I think this will be a good night for us. It's certainly winding up, isn't it? We're seeing the man who joined us the other evening in the studio with you.
2: There's Kenny Miller. He's on Sky tonight. I see uh, Chris Boyd is on as well. James McFadden. They're going to be on in the coverage. Uh, so i will be tuned in to Joe Day One here, and we're watching the game tonight as well, Craig. So Davies just said he thinks could be two up by half time, yep. and it could end up three or four. What do you feel?
4: I'm going two nil, uh, but I think a comfortable two nil. Mm. I, I just think, like I said, there, there will be some resistance uh, in, in in the early stages of the game. Uh, but I, but I feel that Scotland, you know, looking through the lineup, they've they've got enough, uh, they've got more than enough. They've got a really good feeling within the squad, real good competitive environment. But the, these games are not easy, Paul. So I, I think that you know. Pharaohs will make it try to make it stuffy, try to frustrate Scotland. I think a goal each half, look, if it goes on to be three or four, everyone will be delighted, but I'm gonna go with 2-0.
2: If we were given a penalty, <laughs> who would take it? Now uh, that we have the team.
4: Yes. Yeah. Well So would you go for it, David? You have a think as well. I'm sticking with John McGinn. Right. For yeah. me. Like, there, you, there, mm-hmm. there you go, John. There's the ball. Go put it away. You could lift the voice a wee bit for it. Great <laughs> <laughs> we
2: reporting. Yeah, 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 Here it is. Yeah, yeah, Previewing. Well, yeah. Go on, John. Go on, son. Go on, yeah. son. Davey if we get a penalty John McGinn for me as well it's going to be John McGinn I loved that the weekend uh, scoring Uh, we heard from him earlier speaking about the Pharaohs it
9: will be a a tricky game I remember going there with Hibs in the Europa League uh, qualifier and everyone just expected us to to hammer them but like we we saw here it was 4-0 but I certainly didn't feel like that in the game Uh, we were very clinical on the night so we won't be taking them for granted they're a very very physical team and we've also got to adapt to the surface so um, the minute we think well, we're doing all right and we think we'll just turn up and win is, is when we'll get done.
3: Davy,
2: looking at the team there and you're pointing, out how many people playing in the top flight in England?
3: Seven. Seven of the seven of the players starting tonight play in England's top flight, and that, that means you know, compared to where we were four, or five years ago when we were mining players from the the, the championship, we've come a long way. And remember that uh, Jack Hendry. Playing at the top level in, in Belgium for Bruges. Playing it against any big names in football? No, <laughs> not, not really. One or, one or two. Um, we've got two players from the championship, but seven from the English Premiership, which in itself has to be encouraging, doesn't it?
4: And that's and three also, David, I think, on, on the bench from in terms of the premiership. Yeah, you know, you look at you got Kenny McLean, uh, you got yeah, Lee, you, yeah, got, of, you yeah. got Liam Cooper, yep. and Stuart Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. So so again, when we talk when people talk about the depth and strength of this Scotland squad now. There you go. That's that's why we're talking about it. You know, it's such a strong squad now, and it's probably the strongest it's been for a long, long time, which gives a manager, gives Steve Clark, a a wonderful headache to have in terms of whether you know the starting Mm. eleven or the substitutes that he has on the bench that can come on and make yep. an impact in matches
2: and the players playing in Scotland as well Stephen O'Donnell who's never let Scotland down on yep. the bench there Lewis Ferguson of course David Turnbull Kevin Nisbet we mentioned a few times and he
3: will be desperate you feel Davy, he could come on he could yet get a goal tonight just so hard to get in that Scotland midfield isn't it it's so strong um, uh, you know the, the the choice that Steve Clark has in there and it's a bit like Nisbet you know disappointed tonight and likes of David Turnbull and, and Lewis Ferguson you know might have a, a long wait in the queue in terms of starting for Scotland yep. Nathan Patterson as well you know a lot of people will be saying what's happened there why is he not because mm-hmm. he's
2: playing yeah. but he's not playing every every day for Rangers
4: no he, he's not and uh, again he look he's shown promise uh, and uh, again, he showed some character, or actually showed big character for a young lad, because he, he was an unbelievable in the first half against Israel. He kept himself involved yeah. in the game, um, which is which is difficult to do sometimes as a younger player. But he's still work in progress. Let's not forget that. Even with with, with Rangers, you know, his his game time is going to be limited, which is important mm. for them to manage. He's shown that he that he has the ability, but dipping him in and dipping him back out and all that that's up to the manager to do Can
2: I talk about the weekend for a moment? Yep. Sure Let's mm-hmm. look uh, Borna Barisic uh, how did he do earlier he was playing
4: Yes um, they had a they had a draw last night against Slovakia I believe 2-2 Paul uh, Croatia so at good. home and he played the the, the full 90 minutes I that believe That doesn't do any
2: harm yep. Rangers hearts this weekend <sighs> then and uh, yeah will Nathan Patterson play or wider than that that's some game Davey isn't it to come back to the Cinch Premiership
3: Yeah yeah I mean it <laughs> we've been trying to build up the Edinburgh teams and and hoping that, yeah. that you know they could step into this title race and and improve it. Mm. We want to see them doing well and i thought hibs for half an hour at ibrooks mm. until the sending off yep. were looking really good. And i hope hearts can go and give a good account of the account account of themselves at ibrooks. If if they have the belief and I, I think that's what it comes down to, the belief. If they believe they can go and match rangers I don't think Rangers are at it yet. Mm -hmm. I think they've probably got a decent chance of taking something
4: but they have to
3: go there and believe they can do it.
4: Massive test. Massive test, you know. Hearts have been um, a joy to watch this season. You know, they've... A lot of pressure on him in terms yeah. of the I guess you know coming up from the championship what were, what were those expectations for this season a manager that was under the pump a little bit in terms of the style of play exactly well a few defeats if he had the kind of start of Dundee for example he may not yeah. be there yeah but they they've hit the ground running uh, and this is a really good test for hearts and, and you're right Davey against a ranger side that again we're talking eight nine games in now um, that still have, ha- haven't yeah. looked anywhere near their best well that,
3: that's why I think Hearts have to go and have a goal yep. and, and play with two strikers play with Boyce and Woodburn yep. play the two and them. go for both yep. well that, that's what they've yep. been doing up until now Paul and it's been working mm-hmm. and you know managers tend to go to Ibrox and Celtic and go oh you know they, they take stage fright oh better better go with one striker and an, an extra midfield player Hearts should just go and do what they've been doing
2: agree we'll go to Motherwell, Celtic in a second but first of all what about at the other end of the table Dundee against Aberdeen and Davey who could have believed with the money spent at Aberdeen yeah. for Stephen Glass it's been a, a really tough start
3: well you know you could argue it's the wrong time to be going to Dens Park because James McPake's side is desperate for points so Aberdeen are going to have to work their backsides off to get anything there worthy to lose um, I don't think for a minute Dave Cormack would, would sack Stephen Glass this early but he would start to come under pressure because the supporters are already booing the side uh, and you know very often the inevitable end to that is that the manager does go and they want to be top three Aberdeen
4: yeah, it's an awkward watch so far this season mm-hmm. uh, it really is um, and this is a this is a huge test we only need to look back what, a couple of games ago Dundee at home to, to Rangers Davey and how good Dundee were on that particular yeah. day unlucky not yep. to get anything out of that uh, if they put in that type of performance, which is is kind of guaranteed, you think, as a bare minimum against Aberdeen, who were struggling, really tough test.
2: And Motherwell against Celtic. Celtic will be hoping Callum McGregor comes back fit. He's on the bench tonight. And uh, Kyogo, there's so many players. Rogic has been there. Yep. Huge game for Celtic at Fir Park.
4: Massive, massive game. They're all big because of the way that the, the season has started. And, you know, Motherwell have started extremely well. Celtic want to get back uh, to not only winning ways, which they, they did prior to international break, but come back starting well, hitting the ground running, so that they can look to start climbing the ladder. They can't
3: let the gap uh, no. get any bigger. Celtic have to stay in touch with the, the top until the January window. I'm, I'm sure that Ange Postacoglu has identified what he needs and who he needs, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully Celtic's acting chief executive will be able to get the signings that, that Postacoglu needs. But first and foremost, he has to stay in touch. He can't afford to let Rangers get out of sight.
2: Last two minutes, two and a half minutes of the programme, the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Thanks for making the switch. We're on every night from five. Tomorrow night, let's hope, let's pray that we're talking about a Scotland victory. You're both, you're not getting carried away, but we do feel that Scotland will do it tonight. Where the magic could come from, it won't be just one player, Craig. Would it be? But who you're looking at when you look at the team there? Mm-hmm. Some of the people that could unlock the defence and uh, give us the victory that w- that we need tonight.
4: You know, I'm going to go with Ryan Christie tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. He, like I said, he come on even as a, a sub in the the game against Israel. He looked lively. He gets to the byline. He, he he does that often, and he's able to have that composure to pick people out, like that second half chance for John McGinn. Yeah in the second half oh, and and yeah. he's, he's got free kicks in his locker as well he's for me someone that may give you something a little bit different tonight
3: and Davey you'll think he's back at Bournemouth a small crowd
2: <laughs> 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 I'll take the yellow card for that but, one, but sure. I,
3: do, I do accept what Craig says I mean playing in that number 10 role where he's not going to have to really do much defending he can just go and find the pockets of space and that's when he's at his very best hopefully that left foot and it can be a wand at times yeah. hopefully it's on song tonight
2: we haven't mentioned the goalkeeper um, and he did well on Saturday let's not forget you know he kept us in it, Davey.
3: He always does. He always does. He's remarkable. Um, I mean, Celtic must have so many regrets um, letting Craig Gordon go. I don't want to go down that road don't again. Don't
4: pick that yeah, wind yeah. for the <laughs> Celtic fans <laughs> listening. But yeah, he's like a he's like a fine wine, he? and he just seems to get yep. better yeah. with age. He really is. He's incredible. A bit like yourself, Craig Moore, <laughs>
2: <laughs> mentioning age. So listen, let's hope it goes well tonight. Was the last hour beforehand? Did you were you just desperate to get out there to play?
4: Oh yeah, I mean you're getting. That last yep. hour, yeah, you do. You start to, to get a little bit agitated. You, do, you just want that whistle to go. Warm up. That, even the warm up, it's like you just want that whistle to go.
2: Do You have the music on and stuff like that, or I wasn't. We, big no? on,
4: I wasn't big on the music. I used to try and wind up a few of the lads in the dressing room. That was my way of switching off. But walking out, that whistle, I was ready to go. Yeah. David, yourself?
3: Yeah, same, same thing. I mean, we used to they used to say us go to your beds in the afternoon, but nobody could sleep. I'm always got <laughs> yeah. in your mind as a game. You just want to get out there. And I think from the minute you arrive, the minute you arrive at the stadium, the nerves start to go because that's your environment. You know, that, that's what you want. That's that's what you live and breathe in.
2: We don't want to jinx it. Let's hope that this is uh, blaring out tonight. Craig, thanks so much. Thank you, Davey. Good luck to Scotland. Jokel Day is up next. And Rob and Barry and Stephen Craig are here tomorrow night at five. Come on, Scotland.
1: Go Radio football show with taxicenter.com Your exclusive taxi trade savings are waiting on you Let's go, go, go.